Greetings from the Long Island Sound podcast. Welcome to the show. Please rate, review, and comment on the show. And call our listener line and leave a message for our guests. Dial 631-800-3579. All right, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Long Island Sound Podcast, where we explore the muse and the music from the North Shore to the South Shore, from New York City to the Hamptons, navigating the wellspring of original music from singer-songwriters and musicians from Long Island, New York. Hi, I'm Steve Yusko from GigDestiny.com. Stay tuned as we explore the Long Island Sound. Linda Sussman is a Long Island, New York artist and an award-winning songwriter whose music embraces folk, alternative folk, and blues, and whose songs span universal themes such as love, heartache, triumphs, and social justice. Linda's vocals are backed by her strong rhythm and finger-style guitar with a touch of slide. We'll delve into her newly released album called Shake It Loose Today. Have a listen to the title track.
introduced to today's guest through some mutual friends, and I'm excited to bring you along on a journey to discover her music. Linda Sussman brings us to the crossroads where folk meets the blues. Listening intently to her songs these past few days, an image of a loving mother teaching her children through song continually pops up in my mind. Imagery aside, I found myself engrossed in her lyrics, her lament on societal issues and a call for justice, implore us to seek answers and drive us to action as we search for hope in difficult times. I am enamored at independent artists like Linda who speak truth to power with the subtleties of a whispering chorus that will knock you off your chair and onto your feet. Linda Sussman tours as a solo artist, but also is accompanied by her stellar band, the Linda Sussman Collective. Her music can be heard internationally on stations across the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Europe, Israel, Australia, and elsewhere. Welcome to the Long Island Sound Podcast, Linda. Good to have you here. Good to be here, Steve. Yeah. I, you know what's so interesting is I, it's just a blessing to get introduced to the, what I call the wellspring of talent on Long Island and the diversity that's there. But then I'm also called to kind of focus on my guests' music kind of intently. And and I knew of your music and uh, I had an initial impression. And then when I got into the lyrics, I'm like, wow, there's really powerful stuff that, that you deliver out there. And I want to thank you. Yeah, well, well, thanks for listening intently. <laughs> you know, there's so much that, you know, as a musician, you try to say through your music. And so when it reaches people, it's it's that's, you know, what what we're meant to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's what's neat about, I, I would say, the independent artist. You're, you're, you're unafraid to do that. Yeah. You know, you're unafraid to, to speak that truth where I would say maybe this is uh, a generalization on my part where some celebrities who should be called to doing these things are afraid to affect their audience uh, in a negative way and, and lose the dollars, so to speak. So I'm glad yeah. you do what you do. Thank so you. Thank you. You know, it's interesting because, um, you know, I grew up on folk music. You know, so that's like really embedded in my core. But, you know, these days are, I'm sure a lot of artists and I'm sure a lot of actors and people of prominence, you know, really have to think twice about how they put themselves um, and their truth out there, because these are really scary times we're living in. Yeah, I know. I mean, this uh, we'll, we'll talk about everything and anything. This was a very difficult week um, that happened, and, and I'm happy to talk about that. Um, I also want to talk about what's interesting. It's kind of, you know, you can look at, uh, I think we're close in age. Uh, we can look at, uh, you know, I grew up on, on folk music, Neil Young and, and Bob Dylan and, and all yep. the greats. And, and then uh, uh, things changed at Newport. <laughs> I hope they blame Bob Dylan for bringing in electric, but I, I think it's all good. But I think there's that resurgence. And I'm, I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I found this through you, this resurgence of a, what, I didn't even know they still exist. You know, I'm a folky, <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I think that's great. And although it's a statement on your website, you know, where the folk meets the blues, I was fortunate enough, everyone, to um, get a preview of, of Linda's uh, forthcoming album. And let me tell you, there's some great energy in there where really it is folk meets the blues and just some really great music. But we'll just tease about that and talk about uh, that okay. in the future. I'm also, we're also interested on, you know, your startup, your songwriting mm-hmm. process, and, and we'll get into that. And But I want to touch on what we heard coming into the show was Shake It Loose Today. 
So maybe you can speak to that a little bit and then we can jump. Into yeah. You know, that is the title track of my, my new release. And that um, just a little plug here that does get released on July 1st across all streaming. Um, but yeah, the, the impetus for that song was I wrote it, you know, obviously everything new is being written during the pandemic because these are the times we're in. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like, you know, I had reached a low. Um, so many people had reached their lows. And how do we work ourselves back up from that? And then I started thinking, well, it's not even how the pandemic weighs on us and changes our lives, but any difficult situation. And most times we ourselves are who block the way to get back up. So I wrote this song about, you know, we've got to push through, I say, push through the fog, um, really find Mm -hmm. a way to move through. And, you know, the refrain is um, uh, push through the fog when your chips are down, move your woes to the far side of town, get on your feet, step out of your way, make some noise, shake it loose today. And I really wanted this song to be loud and and um, all the energetic. energetic. I mean, you know, I did re- when I first re- put it up on YouTube, it was just me and my guitar. And that's fine, too. Uh-huh. It has its own different energy. But then when we were recording it, it was Kevin Kelly, bass player on sure. it, who said, you know, I really hear this with a, a, a real solid kick. And that's when we brought in Sean Murray and he went over to Mike Nugent's studio and recorded. And then Mike put some stunning guitar on this. So there you have, you know, I, I'm on the you'll hear me um, intro or be at the, the head of the song, um, the top of it when it starts. And that's me on acoustic, um, acoustic guitar. And that's the the deal with Shake It Loose today. You know, when, when you think about it, not to get, and I always get a little philosophical, so I'm going to apologize right off the bat. But if you think about everybody who went through the pandemic and, and real isolation, and you were isolated, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, we all have concerns about our health and you have that isolation, you can get really driven down. Not all of us can, quote, pick ourselves by our own bootstraps, but I think music certainly and pointing to just just what happened with that song. You know, you you created it within uh, a, a confinement, let's right. say, and then you you pulled in other musicians to put it together. It had its voice as a solo acoustic, but then brought in the energy. And that's at least that's the vibe that I get of now where we see hopefully the uh, the light at the end of the tunnel, at least as far as uh, pandemics go um, of, you know what? I'm going to smell the roses and I can't do it by myself. And I need to find those tools and right. people that, that can, uh, shake it loose. Right. right. And, and <laughs> just to state, you know, it really is most times ourselves, you know, who keep us down. And oh, so sure. it's like, you know, Hey, stop thinking just, you know, sort of like when I, you know, get loud and step out of yourself. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Sometimes I'm I'm my own millstone yeah. around my neck. Right. And we, and when we can recognize that, we can yep. move along. Hey, why don't we Why don't we do this? Because I, I look. Uh, by the way, everybody, just just for those who are new to the podcast, um, we put a lot of effort into the chapter mark. So anyone that we're speaking about, Kevin Kelly, Mike Nugent, you'll see links for that, as well as LindaSussman.com. I think yep. is, is your website. Yep. So, so please go there. You'll find a wealth of information there and uh, Linda's backstory and her events and all those things. You can also go to the Gig Destiny site and we'll list Linda's events, upcoming events and the album release uh, there as well. But I always, I'm very interested because I'm a horrible musician. I'm an okay singer. Don't ask my <laughs> wife. And uh, I'm way too loud. But <laughs> let me put it to you this way. Where did you find the courage or the strength 
first to write your own music and then to go play it out in public. You're taking me back like decades. (laughs) You really are. Um, Yeah. So how did I really start? So, you know, I've been playing music and guitar and singing forever. You know, I think I picked up the guitar at 10 or 11. That was after a couple other instruments. And when I, you know, I fronted a, a, a cover a folk rock band in, in college, and then I came back to the New York metro area where I, you know, was born and, and raised. And I got together with a couple folks and we formed a trio. It was an all women's trio. And it was with nice. them that I started writing my own music. And we started incorporating those songs into our playlists. And, um, you know, I just, I felt driven to write my own material. I, you know, I had played for years um, doing gigs, doing, you know, cover covers, and that's fine. And, you know, that that's totally great. And we learned so much from that. But I felt like I had a lot to say. And so I really hunkered down and started writing. And that was a long time ago, and I haven't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I, we won't say how no. many years, but <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Did you... I I struggled with quote finding my voice, you know, what key to sing in just just from my ignorance of of music. Did you find your voice early on and where has it gone from when you were in college to where you are today and I don't mean your physical voice but Yeah. The way with the way with with which you sing. Yeah, so I mean, I I did sing with a lot of uh, choral groups, so I was you know more okay. on the more classical side in terms of of voicing. But you know, I was always like I said, a big folky and folk rock follower, and you know, those were the covers I did: Jackson Brown and the Eagles, and you know, all kind lots mm-hmm. of Joni Mitchell. And great. I would say in the past, I don't know, four or five years, I really have allowed myself to explore my lower register and really sit back in my voice and, and not, not push beyond the, the, um, uh, outside of it too much and, or my head voice. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's, it's been great. You know, it's, if I stop learning, if I stop pushing, if I stop experimenting, then I feel like I'm just stagnating. And if I'm not, if it's not, if I'm not keeping it interesting for me, how can I keep it interesting for listeners? You know, that's yeah, just not going to happen. Great then point. they're just going to tune in and hear the same old thing. So, you know, with, with each of the albums I've done, I've done four in the past five years. I feel like I have definitely grown and taken my both guitar playing, um, which is all self-taught, uh, my guitar playing mm. and my, um, my vocals um, I keep pushing myself and expanding and doing new things and finding more freedoms and just relaxing more in my voice. Nice. You know, it's interesting. Uh, what I found is once you start playing with other people and if you were open to, that's not easy because we're all, at least I'm, as you can see, hypercritical of myself. Once you're open to, hey, what do you hear asking other people? What do you hear about my voice, what I'm saying and then you're open to say, okay, yeah, I'll take it in that direction, this direction. I'm doing too much or too little of this. And that's where I think it's so important to listen. Now, you work with uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Kelly, you work with mm-hmm. Mike Nugent, and yet you're doing this also when you're confined during COVID, you know, doing it yeah. virtually, which I, th- I think is great, really great uh, about technology that you can piece things together and, and get out there. Why don't we do this? Let's just take a quick break. And when we get back into it, 
We're going to get into some other things. We'll leave a little cliffhanger for everybody. We'll be right back, everybody. Are you a singer-songwriter who wants to take your music to the next level and you need some professional musicians and really that expertise to help you along? Well, check out Melts in Your Ears Studio. It's Mike Nugent's studio. If you like what you've heard here today, Mike's the guy who can make the connections, put the tracks together, and give you a quality product. Check it out. Hey, everybody. We're back after that short break with Linda Sussman. And Linda, I got to ask you this. Uh, in reading your bio, you know, you're a solo artist when you go out yep. there, and yet you've collaborated. Kind of tell me how that process came about uh, for you. Yeah, so so I have played a lot solo, though I was fronted a cover band in college. Uh, you know, many of us can say that. And, <laughs> and, and then I actually, after college, I uh, hooked up with these two women players, one on jazz guitar and one on uh, piano and flute. And mm. we formed a trio called Choice. And those were such great days. And yeah, so we played a lot. That was through, I guess, 80s, the 90s. And, and then I really, um, we kind of split Lisa on uh, keyboard, she moved at state and Peggy and I held down the fort for a couple of years and then I went solo. But then I actually hit a wall. I think it was about 2005 where mm -hmm. aging parents needing, uh, needed a lot of uh, caretaking and sure. that just took over my life. And I had my own health issues. I, um, for folks out there who might deal with the same, I uh, deal with a condition, autoimmune condition called psoriatic arthritis. So that presented a lot of problems for me, attacking my joints, et cetera. Not good for a guitarist. Mm. Um, but it was, it was that and uh, dealing with caretaking of aging parents. And so at about 2005, I left all things music. I just had no energy um, or the ability at that point. Sure. And so I would just stare longingly at my guitars, collecting dust in the corner of my room. Right. And it's like, you know, because I am a guitarist and a singer, I just, when I'm not doing what I love to do, which is music, I mean, that is so much of who I am and has always been mm -hmm. um, since I'm a kid. And, you know, when you're not doing that, and even though my days were completely filled with caretaking and my focus was elsewhere, I just had this like hole in me sure. that felt like was dying. But, you know, I had to keep my priorities straight, which I did. And I, I would do the same thing again in a heartbeat. And like I said, I was dealing with trying to get myself on track in terms of medically for myself. Right. And it took a good, um, we went, my spouse and I, four parents, nearly um, successively, you know, one after another. Wow. And mm. that was over a period of like nine or 10 years. And mm. we had to do a lot of caretaking for each one. And it was one at a time, and it was over a very long stretch of time. And then in about 2016, I decided, you know, I had myself back on track, and um, we had gotten through what we needed to, got, to get through. And all of our parents had, you know, our, had passed. And um, I just was longing to play again. Sure. And here I am, you know, 
I hadn't sung, I hadn't played, I was, you know, dust in places in the crevices right. of my dust, dust in the courts. throat too, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was, you know, because your voice is is a muscle. Sure. And just like any muscle or an athlete, you have to keep it pliable and supple. And if you're not really singing and using it the way you should be using it, it, you know, it kind of atrophies. Sure. Thank God for open mics. And I have to give a shout out here to Toby Tobias, um, another great singer songwriter and a lover of original music. And he ran an open mic of all originals. And I was like, I am going to get myself down there (laughs) no matter what it takes. And I, I finally took myself and I think I was shaking at the time. I mean, and I have so much history playing. But after that whole stretch and not, you know, I mean, I think I picked up my guitar for a week before going down and I said to my spouse, I'm out of here. I'm going. I committed to myself. I'm doing this. Bye. I'll see you later. (laughs) And I haven't stopped since. So that's great. Yeah. You know, what's interesting. There's this term that they say everything's a blessing, even though the the sacrificial times. I mean, you were we shared this um, privately. We were both in the desert of of healthcare and doing the right thing. Right. Which is difficult, becoming the caretaker of the people who, who took care of you. Yeah. Uh, and there's all sorts of uh, nuances and stuff like that. But you did, you did it and you sacrificed what you love for whom you love, which right. is the, the thing to do. Right. But then, then I, you know, you look at, okay, now you're backed up and now, now you have that drive that's been pent up. Exactly. To, to, to launch, your, launch yourself out there. And, you know, it's almost like when you leave college or like I didn't finish college and I went mm-hmm. back for studies after a long time, mm-hmm. I was absolutely frightened like you. Like, can yep. I do this? Do I have the chops to do this anymore? It's I'm out of practice and out of whack. Right. I'm very, very proud that you did it and that you're delivering what you need today. Yeah. You did it at a time when you didn't know what was up or down. You know? That's right. That's right. But I have to say that, I mean, when I, when I commit to something, I really commit to something. And when I went down to play for the first time after, I think it was really 11 years, and I decided, oh my God, the minute I started singing, there's something about the, and don't think I'm crazy and people listening, maybe someone can, can, can relate to this. <laughs> okay. But when, when I sing, I, there is this like air that fills my core mm-hmm. that is just so opening and and um soothing to me nice. that when i'm not singing um and really singing and having that air move through i feel like i'm dead inside wow and so when i it's like my my i call it my comeback or my resurgence and i i when i after i went to that first open mic i was like i was committed you know, with everything in my being, and I really hit it hard in terms of, I am not letting this go because this is in my DNA. This is who I am. I have lost so much time, but that's okay. You know, like you said, it was for the right reasons, except dealing with my health, but I got through that as well. And I'm on track and I'm on a good course and I've been, yeah. yeah. So um, not without some bumps, Music must be the best therapy for you, really, if you if you think about it as as far as keeping active and that sort of thing. I want to switch gears for a moment, though. Yeah. In that um, talking about the trio, you were in choice. Mm-hmm. There are struggles that, uh, as as a male, that I would not run into. The females run into in music. Uh, do yeah. You want, you want to, let's let's touch upon upon that. And uh, before we jump into that, 
I want to throw some uh, kudos out to Rory Kelly, who was my first female guest, who you know, and she's mm-hmm. been a guest on. By the way, Linda and Josie Bello have a uh, show on Facebook, and you'll find the link in the chapter marks called yes. Song Break. Yeah. They do a great job uh, in, in speaking with uh, all sorts of art, artists. I want everyone to uh, check that out. But Rory, uh, Rory, Rory busted my chops. Rory Kelly, by the way, is Kevin Kelly's daughter. Uh, yep. Ke- Kevin is a great studio um, producer, I guess you could say. Yep. And she's like, you got to get more gals on here, you know. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And she introduced me to so many great people. I just interviewed Ann O'Rourke, who will be yep. a- uh, just before your podcast uh, episode gets out, and and a wonderful group of people. So yeah, well, thank 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 you, Rory. And I have to say that that didn't go unnoticed <laughs> by me as well. Oh, thanks. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually saw Rory last night. I went to Katie's in Smithtown because the uh, USB, the yeah. USB, and uh, you know this. Uh, I actually went out late. I stayed out mm-hmm. past ten o'clock, which for a six-year-old guy is <laughs> that's my bedtime. Everybody. And uh, that's why I have a little whiskey tenor voice, as my wife said this <laughs> I hear a little whiskey tenor in your voice. Anyway, tell me, tell me about being a female musician, what you're up against, how do you overcome it, that sort of thing. Yeah, so, so I, in my, you know, I'm sure it's different for everyone. Um, but what, what I experienced was people like, – I actually didn't have too much trouble getting gigs. So okay. I was blessed on, on that front. But – there, you know, is a whole school or or a whole line of thought, I guess, that women should just sing, and they're not taken seriously as musicians or mm. songwriters. And there's a lot to break through on that front. And you know, we were talking during the break that it took a lot of courage for me personally when I started playing again and I knew immediately I wanted to make another album. And that was my um, first of four in the five years. I had two, I had recorded two um, projects prior to that way back, Mm -hmm. uh, but those were just solo, but it took a lot of courage for me to approach players. And I wanted players who could add a whole lot and it took a lot for me to approach them because, you know, there's all this self-doubt that we're taught as girls playing instruments. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of just do what you do and you leave like the 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 um, the leads and the fills and, and all the fancy stuff to the guys, you know. And you're just, I think we're taught differently. There's just, you know, the, the um, socialization about how girls grow up as musicians, there's just so much about just be a singer or, you know, take a back seat or, you know, be the the backup singers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I decided, you know, I, I wasn't going to, I I never was really pushed around. And like I said, I always was um, lucky in landing gigs. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had, I had always recorded solo and I never um, had really, top players playing with me and, and collaboratively. And so it was, um, I had heard, I never knew Mike Nugent. I was okay. introduced to him and Richie Guerrero at a, and Cosmo Malardi. Okay. Yeah, sure. Those were the three musicians who I approached at one of their gigs playing with, it was with Toby. Mm-hmm. And I went up to them uh, to Richie after and 
let him know who I was and that I wanted to um, make an album and would he add percussion? And he's like, sure, let's hear what you have, you know, let's get together or send me whatever. And that gave me enough self-assurance Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, he didn't just send me away. Oh, little girl, go sit in the corner. Um, and you know, he didn't know me from a hole in the wall. Sure. And then I got up courage to, on the same night, you know, approach, uh, Mike and, and Cosmo and, you know, they're just such great players and playing with people, you know, who just are, and Kevin Kelly on bass. Um, mm -hmm. they are just such wonderful players. And I feel like they've, help to elevate me because sure. not that they sit with me and teach me, but just hearing them somehow, it just brings out, you know, what I'm doing. So, yeah. So there's been a lot of expansion, a lot of learning that I've done. If, you know, if you keep yourself open and don't be afraid, you know, to approach other people and, you know, we are so conditioned as girls and, and women, you know, to think of ourselves one way. And once we step out of that, the world opens up for you. Yeah. And, you know, I found that with the musicians uh, and the singer-songwriters that I've met on this podcast. Let me tell you, everyone has been so kind to me. I'm just a knucklehead who does, knows a little bit about music. And they're very generous in their giving, especially Mike. Uh, you know, Mike, Mike Nugent is my guitar teacher. You probably wouldn't admit that, but mm -hmm. uh, if you heard me play. Um, uh, <laughs> but it, I'm joking. But he's, he's very generous. And as you were talking about being a female lead and, and out there, I, I, what struck my mind were um, the icons in music who kind of broke through that glass ceiling. One, mm -hmm. one person who came to mind was Melissa Etheridge. Right. And Bonnie Raitt. Bo oh, Bonnie know. Raitt, of course, and who I love and went to see at uh, Forest Hills is uh, Brandy Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's Brandy's backed up by twin brothers. And it was mm -hmm. just that image. It's just an image for me. It was just like, yeah, she's, she's the real deal. Yeah. But, you know, if you look back, you know, when mm -hmm. we were growing up, when you look back, there were really just a handful of women artists. You know, there was, you know, Judy, if you, if you weren't Joan Baez, Judy Collins, Joni Mitchell, you know, mm -hmm. or a very few others, it was so male dominated and it still is male dominated. Oh, absolutely. Right. I, I look at, I look at, um, gig, you know, rosters of places on the island and it's mostly male groups, you know, and it could be, because that's who they're booking, or it could be that women groups, female groups are not going for the same gigs and places. Oh, so, you know, it could be anything, you know, I, I don't want to say it's one way or the other, but it's just interesting, you know, the landscape that's out there, you know, and it depends how people want to share their music. And a lot of the bigger places, they do want bands, you know, cover bands. Right. So, here I am, you know, I've kind of put my uh, playing covers to the side, but I do sprinkle them in every now and then, you know, I'm sure. going to be doing a play in the uh, Northport Farmer's Market and I'll do a mixture. But mm -hmm. mostly I just want to play my music. You know, right. that's I'm, I'm, I'm writing music. I want it to be heard. Well, if you think about the quarantine and as uh, things are starting to get released, there were venues who could not do bands and could right. only do solo or duo acts. In fact, right. I remember seeing a trio where they had to swap in the third person, <laughs> like swap them out, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was interesting. So there was was that window of time to uh, get that exposure out. But but you bring a good thing to light. And and really, the, the good thing is, you know, get out there. Go, af go after these things, you know. Right, um, to, exactly. To, to, to claim your claim your pedestal and, and get, get your music out there. What right. I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about um, the song, These Walls. 
Mm-hmm. If you can touch on that a bit, and then we'll have uh, we'll have everybody get a listen to it. Sure. So these walls was the title track of my. Uh, I'm having trouble keeping track now of my previous album, the one I released during the pandemic in 2021, and I started writing it about you know just observing what people were doing um, in the early days of the pandemic and giving a shout out to the resilience of people. You know, these walls may talk, these walls may cry. Um, what, how people, future generations are going to look back on this period of time. Mm. You know, I have a, a, a verse in there about all the dance videos that were popping up, you know, on <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube and elsewhere. But I end with a metaphor about the strength of a spider's web. And I liken that to just the strength of people. And, mm. you know, we know how strong that silk is, you know, every ladder in the web. And I talk about how, you know, there's, there's you know, one ladder that was torn, but all the rest stayed taut, you right. know, and, and how we find places in ourselves to, to get that strength to keep ourselves going. And that's really what these walls, I, I, the, the name of it, the title of it and of the album was, you know, my perceptions about the world around me at that time. Great. All right. Let's take a listen, everyone, to these walls. We'll be right back after the song. may cry like paint peeling up from the underside stories hidden within the cracks what will they tell us when we look back there was dancing in the kitchen From down the hall But kids being kids Wouldn't sit for an hour Lights are fancy Taking them to the stars Water won't wash away my tears 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 Oh, 
underside Stories hidden within the cracks Hey, Linda, that's a great song, These Walls. And you Thanks. know what? I, I invite people to go to your website, lindasussman.com, because you put the lyrics up there and, yeah. and, and dive into the lyrics and digest them. Uh, there's a lot of great lessons uh, in, in, all, in all of your songs, to be honest, to be honest with you. Now, when I speak to different artists, one thing I hate to do is, is try to pigeonhole you into a genre. You know, it, it almost seems confining to me. Uh, maybe that's corporate America that likes to say, okay, what are you? Yeah. Where, are you Americana? Are you, I don't even know what Americana is, although I've run into Americana, you know. Yeah. Some, that's a very term. loose, loose term. Loose yeah. term. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm, a, I'm American and I sing, yeah, I'm Americana. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so tell me, tell, tell me how you may define yourself and your style and your progress. Yeah. So I try not to put myself in a box like you're just saying, you know, but I, I, like I said, I I did grow up, I was very much a folk, uh, you know, I was entrenched in folk music, but um, over the past, you know, five years since I've been putting out these albums, I have really broaden my scope and mm-hmm. to keep things interesting for myself. And also because, you know, I do run into um, some tricky spots periodically with my finger joints because of my, my, my psoriatic arthritis. Um, and so in my uh, past, I remembered, you know, well, hey, I played a lot of Joni Mitchell songs in open tunings. So I started to experiment with different open tunings on the guitar again, and a whole world opened to me. And in doing that, also different tempos and different styles opened to me. Um, so I think it was my Pass It On Down 2019 album where it was like my crossover album where I really moved into you know, I don't know what kind, what style blues I hear from all different people, what style I'm playing. And I'm like, no, I, I'm just playing whatever I play. Call it what you want. Just call it um, good. Just call just it call good. Just call it good. Exactly. <laughs> just listen to it, please. Right, right, right. You know, and, and that's the first album that I, I put some blues on um, of my own. That's nice. And that really, I mean, I just love playing in, in a more kind of sometimes more swampy blues, sometimes folk blues, sometimes jazzy blues, like Honey, We Gonna Fly, which I know you're going to queue up uh, in a bit. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't want to be boxed in, but it does pose a problem, I have found, when I am reaching out to radio stations and hosts and finding programs that are broad enough to encompass all styles that I play because I am not, you know, it's, it's hard to pigeonhole me. So I am not a folk player. I guess broadly I'm an old, the category I seem to fall in is alternative folk. So those are the, the radio programs I, um, I reach out to, um, but they're not easy to find, you know, that what's easy to find are Americana country, uh, folk rock, you know, but I'm more on the, like Ani DeFranco kind of, mm-hmm. 
or Indigo Girls, the more, you know, indie something. Sure. <laughs> indie, indie, indie folk, indie rock, whatever. You know, that's where the I would say the commercial aspects of music fall into. I need to throw you into a silo so I, yeah. I can I can know where to pitch you. Okay, right. that's, that's where I think that comes into play. You look on uh, Linda's website, you'll see all the radio stations that and and the, and the countries that are playing your music. That, that's the coolest thing to me. You know, yeah, it's great to see you're being played internationally. But on the other side of it, if you think about the generation coming up behind us that uh, don't listen to radio stations per se, right. but listen to their Spotify playlist, their Apple playlist or whatever. And then, and this little pet peeve of mine is the AI aspect of, oh, you listen to Jackson Brown? then you must like this. Or if I happen right. to listen to Irish music, I'm like, oh my God, all right, I like Irish music, but not 24-7. And someone's making that decision for me. I hate when right. people make decisions for me. Yeah, all that <laughs> auto-generated, oh, you like this, you know, so all these cookies. and, yeah, and Once in a while, I'll find it a, a, a different kind of spice. But uh, I'm a big fan of uh, WFUV, um, yeah. you know, for the Fordham radio station, which yeah. took me out of the pop genre, which mm-hmm. is a blessing. And open my eyes to other music that I w- I'd never be introduced to. And that that's the fun. That's the journey. That's the right. fun part. What I found interesting, and I, and I equate music to food in a way, <laughs> in that <laughs> I think my wife threw the paprika out because I used it on like too much stuff. It's my, <laughs> my Hungarian background. But in, in regards to you being open to what you're approaching, Linda, is you've kind of opened up the closet and you, you'd say, oh, let me try this spice. You know, let me. Right. Mike, do you play Dobro? Oh, that that would be good. And getting that influence. And Mike, Mike categorizes himself as more of a blues guy, mm-hmm. although although he's got a mix of jazz and all these. All these right. Mike adds spice to every song every I've ever heard him on. Which yeah, which, he has quite the talent. I am. <laughs> I feel so blessed to have him. You know, playing on my albums and playing out with me periodically. You know, I mean, he's just just awesome. Yeah, when I when I go to Mike's house. He'll, he'll, hey, take a listen to this. Hey, look, yeah. look at that. Or he's I, always so jazzed. <laughs> he is jazzed up and, and, a, and, a, and a humble, a, a humble guy. Yeah. You know? yep. uh, and um, I think there was a, um, a critic who spoke about one of your songs and, and equated um, Mike's playing on your, your song to Mark Knopfler, as I get the marbles out of my mouth. And he was just jazzed up about that. He goes, wow, look what somebody said, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he would just do that in private conversation. He wouldn't blast that all over the world. You know, that's the kind of kind of guy Mike is. So, um, yeah, you're very fortunate to to have these musicians. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I want to also give a shout out to Kevin Kelly. So Kevin is a mixing engineer extraordinaire and he has mixed all of my albums. But he also on the last two, he played bass, which I mean, he is a kick ass bass player. And he played other instruments. He's just very low key about it. You know, a lot of people don't even know um, some of the instruments. They know now. Now they know. <laughs> but you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, when I was working on these walls, I said, to, I said to Kevin, I said, but Kevin, I can't go into Mike's studio to record. I've got to get set up from home. I've got nothing. Mm. I and and. Bless Kevin and his patience. I, you know, I, I, I bought a, a small mixing board, USB mixing board, you know, a, conden- a record, a great microphone for recording. And I had to get familiar with recording software because I had to do it all. Sure. You know, for my tracks. And I had never recorded from home before. And Kevin with his patience and, you know, telling me what I needed to do to get set up and how to handle things. It was just, 
you know, we ran some tests and, and off we went. But without him, I don't know if I could have done it. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, there's just, there's just so much that, you know, we learn from each other. And if you, you know, people aren't afraid to speak up and that's a really good thing. And like Mike, you know, when I said to Mike, I really want to, I have all these songs I really want to record. I can come into your studio. Kevin, you know, has told me he can talk me through getting set up and I, I will never forget Mike's response. He said, without any hesitation, Linda, we'll make it work. <laughs> that's right. That's that's Mike. That's Mike's attitude. Absolutely. Mike Nugent from Melts in Your Ears Studio, which you will find because he would never put it out there. You will find in the chapter marks, Mark Nugent, uh, Mike Nugent. Great guy. Um, So I got to understand this. You you built out four or five albums in five years, right? Okay, (laughs) four. That's that's a lot of freaking work. That's 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 a lot to for the people who don't know behind the scenes. That's tons of hours to do it. And then you got to tell people about it and get it out to radio stations and, and all that. And you've been successful with that. Yeah. Are you going to take a vacation? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I need to chill. <laughs> I, I actually, now I just want to go out and play, you know, I, I am, I'm a songwriter, so I keep writing, but mm-hmm. even right now, um, well, I'm just coming after like a month or, or whatever. I'm, I'm, coming back to my writing, but you know, I, I, I need to like have some downtime and yeah, I, I can't record another album just yet. It's going to be a couple of years. So one of your first outings, um, was it Peter Hansen? Um, you did a, um, yeah. Songwriters yeah. of Long Island. I, I did a, um, a half hour, uh, set country corner, right? Yes. And yeah. used to talk it on Long Island. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I've spoken to Peter. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast, but a really nice guy. And he's of yep. that uh, generosity of putting a spotlight on singer-songwriters. And uh, yep. the one th- one thing for anybody who's listening, and you have friends that have uh, establishments that have live music, man, tell them to get original singer-songwriters out there uh, to support them. Uh, I was at Katie's of Smithtown last night. Mm-hmm. That's their main focus. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I got exposed to music that I was just like, holy mackerel, I would, yeah. nev- I would never get to see this. And that's where we got to be. And you know what? Back to the independent artists and social justice and the issues that we need to hear. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that in, in a tribute band, no offense, or, or a cover song. We may get it in a cover song if it can relate to what's happening. But the independent right. artists are our neighbors and our friends and our relatives who speak truth that we need to hear. And like with your music, Linda, it's a feather that knocks you off your chair. <laughs> it really is. Hey, I do want to get into, let's talk about um, the third song you brought to the table, Honey, We're Gonna mm-hmm. Fly, and we'll take a listen to that. Okay. Yeah. So so I wrote Honey, We're Gonna Fly um, as an uplifting, let's look beyond the pandemic or when we can get our arms around having um, a life again. You know, mm. I mean, COVID's not leaving us. So, you know, we just need to figure out ways to live with it, which I think folks are starting to do. Sure. Um, and I really wrote it as a love song of, hey, we are going to meet, you know, we're going to be able to meet in person. And then it kind of morphed into, you know, this song really is about not being afraid to step out into the world with the person you love and coming out from the shadows to do that. And that's what Honey, We Gonna Fly is all about. Wonderful. All right, everybody, let's take a listen. We'll be right back after the song. Enjoy. Honey, 
Hey, everybody, we are back. We just heard, honey, we're going to fly. What a great testament to go out and let's live our lives, you know, and get out there and devil may care, you know, <laughs> so. Uh, but but be safe. Be smart but, about but it. Be, but be safe. Yeah. Wear a mask if, you know, if you're immune compromised, you know, yeah. just, uh, yeah, just don't be a dope, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. As my father told me as a young man, hey, don't be a jerk. <laughs> Words to live by. Words to live by, yeah. So um, very excited. July 1st, you got the album coming out. And the album is Shake It Loose Today. And let me tell you, everybody, I heard a preview of the album. You're going to want to go wherever it's streamed, wherever it's getting and buy it. Don't just listen to it. Buy it. Put it in your library because you're going to want to listen when you're offline. So Thanks, uh, Steve. Yeah. Sure. So I had had fun making that. That's great. And you need a vacation. I'm just telling you. This is a friend telling a friend. So tell me about the couple of things you got coming up. And uh... Yeah. So I, as you said, I just did the uh, the Songwriters of Long Island thing with uh, Peter Hansen. And then on July um, 9th, I am going to be playing the Northport Farmer's Market. So for people here on the North Shore um, of Long Island, if you are around and want to come down, that's always a really nice, very relaxed, you know, I kind of sit... Um, in a really beautiful space with the harbor behind me and oh, facing yeah, down, the vendors. Yeah, yeah. Northport, Northport Village is great. Very dog-friendly village yep. as well. Exactly. And there's like nice benches to sit. And, you know, it's it's it's. I've played there many times in the past, pre-pandemic. And yeah. so I'm just starting to ramp up, you know, with, with summer coming and, and landing other events. On the 16th of July, I'm involved with the um, um, Huntington Folk Festival in Heckscher Park. Um, in the afternoon at one o'clock, there is going to be a, it's an all day and night event. And I, um, have been asked to share, uh, my music, uh, in a tribute to Lois Morton who passed away, um, early in the pandemic. And Lois was a wonderful songwriter and a great entertainer. Um, so I will be sharing, um, during that and then I am deciding what else um, I would like to do and going after it. All of my, my New England tour that I was about to do right as the um, pandemic hit, that was going to be in April, May, and June, got canceled, of course. And those folks have been reaching out to me at like four different venues every year since. And oh, I've nice. put them off. And I think I'm going to, I'm ready to, to go do those. Hit so, the road. That's exactly. Great. Well, I, I tell you, Linda, I really appreciate uh, your time today and, and sharing your story and, and especially your music. Uh, it's so, it's so important for, for these times and, and for the future. And uh, a good friend of mine gave me some words of advice. He said, you know, see if we can account for what's in our bank and what we own. We can never account for the time we have left. And Linda, mm-hmm. the fact that you've given me this time today and with our audience is, tr- is a true blessing. So thanks Steve. And yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was great. And you know, thank you for having me. I, I really, that means a lot. All right. We'll have you back. So everybody have a great time and uh, we'll see you soon. Be well. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate the time you spent with us. Please subscribe and comment and visit us at gigdestiny.com. Till next time, be generous with your joy, keep your spirits high, and let the music take you on a journey. Be well. Peace. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate, review, and comment on the show. We really love to hear from you. And call our listener line at 631 
800-357-3579. Again, thanks so much. Be well.